0: This episode of the B3 Podcast is brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Stop knocking on wood, one agent, for all your insurance needs, no place to go. But Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. The B3 Podcast is a production of Impulse Radio. Oh, you ought to see it. You should watch I think, uh, it. I
1: think taxi drivers better. It's
0: Really? I th- oh, personally, man. I think The Godfather 2 is better than The Godfather.
2: say? <laughs> it's like pain in the ass Ooh. one, pain in the what ass two.
3: No, that's you're so being you're though. being snippy tonight, Todd. Not, you know Already, and we that? haven't even hit the theme
0: music. Yeah, yet. we haven't even hit. We the- have hit the record button, but we haven't hit the theme music. Yeah. There we go. Mike DiCorsi, when you hear that music, you know that means two things.
3: One, the B3 podcast is back on the air, and the other, Todd's eating. Todd is definitely eating. Todd is being a little aggressive tonight in his language because he just told me, pointed at me, and said, put your sunglasses back on. And guess what? You did. They're on. They're on. Can
2: you hear me okay, Brian?
3: Um, I'm not hearing me in my headphones. Move it a little closer to your mouth. Let me turn
2: you up. Okay, there we go. Um, the only reason I made him put it on, tell me if he doesn't look like uh, PokerStars.com right there. <laughs> look at him. Like he's on the what,
3: internet playing poker. Like James Woods over what here. What was that
0: meme I saw the other day? It said, when, when you feel stupid, remember, and it had a picture, Kim Kardashian played poker with mirrored sunglasses on. <laughs> Todd's on. Oh, but, but the reason for the sunglasses, for anybody that doesn't know, when Todd started the Six Strings and Truth Tour, and to what would only be called a rousing success at yeah. Food Truck Alley, he comes in the next week on the podcast wearing sunglasses for the first time ever. So now, of course, was he wears them.
2: wearing them because it was sunny
0: out.
3: Okay. And I walked in. All right. Sure you did.
0: There you go. Well, here we are back for... Um, guys, we got an award. I, I don't know where this is from. I wasn't a, uh, sent anything, but one of the impulse radio shows that happened over a year ago the who framed roger padgett episode of the brino and french show got an award for one of the top podcasts of of 2020 so yeah uh, i don't know uh, where that came from but it was nice to get an email saying i won an award
3: yeah the the deep dive into that was was top notch the interview was incredible and uh after that interview if you were if you were somehow on the side of the government Instead of the side of Roger Padgett when it was over? Well, that's probably a you problem. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, um, but we, I've I, I probably had more people come up to me saying that that episode was how, how good that was. Life so, changing. Yeah, it was nice to get a little recognition for that. So, but again, I'm not sure how these awards work. It happened so long ago, but, but, all right, let's live in the
2: present. Do well, you, I was just going to uh, introduce our yeah, special well, I'm guest sorry, Yeah, well, sorry, He's not going to be on until he gets done eating. Okay. Max Lancaster and his connection is. He is the the champion of two Roger Padgett golf tournaments and is going back to defend his crown on Sunday right. at the Tuxedo Scramble, Max? Yep. This
4: Sunday?
0: Yep, the six-man. Washington Country Club? Mm-hmm. The six-man. Oh, wow. Okay. Who's your – well, we'll get to that when you get on air, um, who his team is. See if we think you got a chance. Do uh, Do you listen to the rewatchables at all, Bill Simmons, the reader if,
3: if there's a movie that I like. Okay. They've,
0: they've introduced new categories. And I'm not saying this is something we have to do, but if we remember it, they've introduced one category that I think we should do on the show, completely steal it. At the end of the show, if you can think of something that happened, what they've done is, if something happened in a movie and it's with the best racehorse name that came out of it, like say, like Days to Confuse, you know, like Party at the Moon Tower or yeah. something like that, be a racehorse name. So, uh, if you could see, if you hear something that would be a good racehorse name, a that good happens.
3: racehorse name from a movie. That,
0: or, no, but no, that happens during this show. Oh, that happens we're, during we're, the show. We're okay. going to steal that. Okay. First topic. Let's talk UE basketball. I will say when I maybe had a, a take that um, I don't know that it's wrong, but I'm gonna go <laughs> here. <we> go, <laughs> that I'm gonna go back on a little bit. I watched Coach Ragland's press conference, and it was really nice to see some energy
3: come mm-hmm. out of the Evansville basketball program. Well, I, I think the thing that UE has done that, first of all, I think we've discovered that. Local kid playing here is it there's going to be a blip on attendance for about three seconds and then it's not going to matter, right? And we've we've talked about that, but it but it appears to me that this staff that he's a, a, assembling, Craig is, is dead serious about what I said when the job came open, and that is we are in a hotbed, and Bellerman with Kurt Hope, right, is doing. What the University of Evansville should be doing. Yeah. And hopefully this is the beginning. Hopefully? Hopefully is the beginning of a recognizable product um, that we'll begin to see. What the hell is that? That, my friend Michelle, recommended a chicken bacon club. And here it is. Well, that is an exclusive club. It is a club an exclusive club
0: there, there's your first racehorse name
3: it is chicken chicken
0: bacon club
3: no. Around, down the stretch he down comes. the stretch it comes and, and, what and hey hey and, and look what just look what showed up to the party oh you
0: know the side of bourbon is coming look, look what
3: showed up to the party
2: look evansville basketball
0: it's sleepy. Is a division
2: two program
3: oh oh
2: it needs to be a division two program it needs to replace usi yeah I mean that's that's what it comes down to. I, I look. I, I I'm going to jump in there, Walter. You know, Walter did the unthinkable, and I'm not talking the bad unthinkable. I'm right. Talking about his <laughs> he good did. He did a lot of unthinkable things. Yeah. There you go. But, um, it's just not supported.
0: No. When like I've said it before, when I was going to every home game during the Colt Ryan years, the average age in that building, and I'm talking including all the little kids, students there, was still probably in the mid fifties because the majority of season ticket holders were in their mid sixties. And that has to change. But this well, the, the this Coach Ragland, man, he seems like he's got a lot of energy. Young, and he gave one gave one I wish conference. him all the success in the world. Press conferences don't win basketball nope. games and no, I get don't. that. But and I love Dr. Kenneth Ziggy Siegfried
3: by he's the got, way, he's
0: got my body style. I like. Do this Do you
3: remember the Bill Simmons? He called it the Reggie Cleveland All Stars.
0: No, no.
3: The, so the Reggie Cleveland All Stars were professional athletes that you saw their name and you just assumed that they were black, yeah. and they were they turned out to be white. <laughs> oh, when I heard Ziggy, I'm like, is yeah. this guy from you know is is he from Jamaica? And it's like, no, he's 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 whiter than all of us. Yeah. So
0: and and like I say got got my body style, which yeah. I, I appreciate. And uh, he came from California State University. And listen, he's better than the two turds that they had running yep. that basketball program before. Yep. And so we're we're on the right track. So Coach Raglan, if you listen, I tagged you in some stuff today. We're on board. Marty's still a, still my guy. I, I'm not going to speak for them. My I'm wondering support. if they took
2: a run at Marty again.
0: You know, I've had a few people say that. I don't know. Um, Marty's put together – he got Scott Hafner's kid, P.J. Carlissimo's kid, and he's got a lot of kids out of Chicago coming to Charleston. So I'm I'm looking for big things out of Coach Simmons, but but, – I've still got some purple gear that I'll throw on now and then. Yeah. So uh, later on in the show, we will have – we'll we'll take a break, play an interview that I did this afternoon with with the voice of Indiana uh, High School Golf. Um, The Twitter page, again, is at – Indiana HS golf and we're going to talk high school sectionals which we will do with these guys as well but uh, great interview that we had with the voice of high school golf today so stay tuned for that and of course this and every podcast as you know is brought to you by Travis Brett Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance they're at 304 JFK Avenue in Ligoti 295-3129 one agent for all your insurance needs and did you know who is the well go ahead yeah Who's agent is he? He's my agent. He is your agent. Don't, stop knocking on wood. Go see him. Do you know who was the executive producer of Top Gun Maverick? Travis Brett. Travis Brett.
3: Is in there. Yep. So,
0: and what I learned on a Bari baseball uh, broadcast this week, he was the first person to climb Mount Everest. He was. Thank you for that, Todd Lancaster
3: and Coach Josh Thompson.
0: And he played for the Pacers. Uh-huh. And he invented Netflix.
3: And he invented Netflix. Yep. Quite a guy quite a guy one agent
0: for all your insurance needs Todd Lancaster you are about the tenth person that have said Top Gun Maverick is fantastic
2: back in 86 when I enlisted immediately after seeing it um, it's it was cheesy but it was fun okay it was a it was a movie for for movie stars but right. you know what I mean and Tom yeah. Tom Cruise was not a, a huge star at that point he was still doing the um, oh cocktail and
0: risky business, days of
2: thunder and things like that. You know where he was. He just he, but Top Gun broke him out and it was great. But as somebody who served on a carrier, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. You know, and and it was, but it was it was like in a time capsule. This new one was a great fun movie, and I'm a, you know I'm a critic. Like I, I can be a first-class asshole good. about a lot of things. Okay. He's a critic. I'm done. I'm Alph Todd's back the rest of the night. You, you know I'm, I, You know that. Todd's a
0: critic around the final turn. Yeah. Down the street.
2: But I'm just saying this. I loved it. I thought it was fun. You don't even know who the bad guys are in this. They don't even tell you what country they're from. They stayed away from politics completely. Yeah. You know, I mean, who's a bad guy? John Hamm's a bad guy in this. But nevertheless...
0: A th- um, throwback to his role in uh, *Bridesmaids* as the bad guy. Yes, he was the bad guy. I'm
2: just saying, is it was great, it was fun, and it's got amazing aerial photography.
0: So, uh, your friend Bryson Graber, who we've quoted on this show many times, deco ain't gonna happen.
3: <laughs> ain't, go, ain't gonna happen.
0: He told me last night. He said, "Brino, that movie changed my life." <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh hey so there you go you know, in fairness I, I'm yet to see it my wife and I we have I've seen it yet either. we have planned our Friday night I think around it so we're always subject to change about anything and everything but yeah I think we're gonna sneak off and see it yeah
0: so. I gotta go see it, it well and, worth it and like we said the movie industry my God did they need this
2: and they needed something that nobody is going to uh, come down on one side or another side.
0: And surely they're going to wait to stream this. I've got to believe. With people flocking. Oh, yeah. Three months. Okay. Yeah, because I know a lot of these movies are still you know going really quickly to streaming. But yeah, that's that's a good move. You got to get people to the theaters to give these theater owners a payday. What
2: I like to say is, Mike DeCourcy, you can be my wingman anytime. Thank you, Todd.
0: Well, with those shades on, those that's aviators right. on, he, he is looks like, like
2: he is like he's not Goosho, he's Iceman you Michelle spawned that. He, this, this is Iceman right here with those shades going on. Thank you. Iceman.
0: <laughs> ice. I wish I had Ice Ice Baby oh, queued up here. Um, What else we got? I, oh, uh, I was gonna. I was just going to say, what is your, not counting this one we haven't seen it, what is your favorite Tom Cruise role?
3: Oh, you're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let Todd talk and then you're going to kill me.
0: Okay. I
2: mean, the role he was graving was Rain Man.
3: Yeah,
0: I
2: mean, I mean, he's he, a
0: dick. For a majority of that movie, he's a real dick. But I mean, he yeah. was
2: that—that that was a great acting performance in Rain Man. I mean, yeah, that one is hard to look past. As saying that's the best that he ever
0: did. You ever seen him try to smoke um, in the movie? Max I just, just has no chimed idea. in
2: with his uh his cameo role on Tropic Thunder.
0: Okay, yeah. And what's what movie was it that he played a? Uh, uh, like a inspirational motivational speaker, what was that? He was like, he was in heavy makeup and a wig and ah shoot, I can't think of it. But that's good. Um, Risky business was the first time. Here we I go. Love, I love can it. I can I just drop the ball on everybody? It. Yeah.
3: If you had to guess, what am I getting ready to say?
0: I think you had me at hello,
3: Jerry Maguire. <laughs> I do. Jerry it. Maguire is my is my favorite Tom Cruise role. I do. Yep, Jerry Maguire. Yep, there.
0: Man, you know that's a movie. I don't, I've only seen that. I think I only saw that movie one time well, in the theater. It's a Cameron Crowe movie. And that's
3: why, Todd, I like it so much, is I read, <laughs> before I saw it for the first time 25 years ago, I read the story about Cameron Crowe. And at that time, he was coming out of some addiction issues and blah, blah, blah. And he was focusing on, uh, who was the agent? Lee uh, Steinberg. De- Lee Steinberg. Oh, okay. Who was basically, you know, there there was some... You know, there was some similarities there, and I just, I thought it was a cool story, and you, if it was a movie you're going to watch with your significant other, it was a, it was a nice movie. But if you, if you knew the backstory, it it became, you
2: know, I think was uh, Jim Harbaugh's agent back when he was a quote, quote, quarterback.
3: Yep. was that right? Yep. Cameron Crowe, was, he was Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And almost famous. You know, story and almost famous. He was almost yeah, He was, he was, he was, he almost, was famous. almost famous. Yeah. yeah, it
2: was a semi auto uh, autobiography With Led Zeppelin, right? Was it yep. w- Led Zeppelin, was? the Allman Brothers. It's a, and it's, it's, Allman, it's, there's, yeah, there, the there, Allman no, Brothers. No, there's
3: three bands that yeah. were a, a, mash a mesh of the okay. story, yeah.
2: But Led Zeppelin was one of them. I mean, look. I love Allman Brothers. You know, I mean, if I get to jump into the alternative universe, that's all I am was a 19 early 70s rock critic period touring with Led what was way. the
0: what was the guy's name that seymour hoffman played uh he lester Banks. lester Banks. i mean yeah. that's a
3: real person yeah that's, a, that's a, not a character that is a. is you're not cool
0: we're not cool
3: yeah we're not cool what a great movie. Yeah, phenomenal.
4: All
0: right, um, next up on the list here, Saudi Golf Tour. All right, Max. Max wants on. to jump in on this one, Max Lancaster. He's about as close as we have to a golf professional. Who has, uh, not that close. as, oh, as taught, we, Todd has described to him, the the godfather of Davis County podcasts.
1: You got me here? We good. You're on, ma'am. Excellent,
2: Max. When you think back to your initial podcast days, I mean, you guys were terrible. You have to admit that.
0: How old were you when
3: you did your podcast? <laughs> hey, I think my- you were freshman in college. Lots
1: of Pacers talk. A lot of Pacers. There, yeah, big Pacer fans on yeah, the podcast. Lots of lots of Amish Pacer talk. So, like, I am adding are, you, Trevor. What Moniker. year are we talking? 2017. Okay, I think. And how did you like upload? Like, where? How did you? Uh, do that? <laughs> So they we stole. One microphone, we one? stole a microphone from my brother, like yeah. an igloo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we had to illegally, like backdoor stream a soundboard service thing. Uh, and then there were some. It was really illegal. Uh, we didn't pay for any of it. Uh, why would you? Gorilla yeah. radio. Yeah, but got a, some listeners. I Be- listened. Thank you. I and did. That you when that. we,
2: that's when I started. And then, of jumped on with me. And then I got a call from Brino And he said, I think I'm doing one. And yeah. so there you go, Max.
1: Ours was f- for the common people, though. It, by was, means. it was
2: for the common folk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this isn't. Yeah, this is for the elite. Yeah, ours would have been maybe a little more
3: trailer park than this. No, it was for um, high school basketball fans under 17 years old. That we, was your target demo. We did enough.
0: one in about See, I lived in Evansville and we did this. This would have been in like 20 Well, we moved in 2013, so probably 2011. I don't even know how we knew how to get that on and I don't know where it was on. I don't remember how anything. That but, would have
1: been even pre like Bill Burr and Mark Marin doing theirs. Yeah, I could That's, have been, you know, like story of my life.
0: I could have been really big. <laughs> Here I yep. am at Red Bones with you Jack Rods. <laughs>
2: So, shall we talk Saudi
0: golf? Because yes, we shall. And well, uh, Albert just walked in. Clean up. I look busy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll go get a basketball out and do some dribble drills. Do
0: half half hurdles. Saudi golf, yes, Todd. Um, tons of money being thrown, or tons of money being thrown around. My first thought is, when, I, when Sergio had his comment, I can't wait to get out of this place because of a rules violation, that PGA Tour was wrong, but so are they. There's going to be rules. <laughs> I mean, and I think, there's going to be, I think there's going to be more that comes with this money than just putting well, my hand out and grabbing a check.
1: Right. No, I think they're going to be tied to something they may not want to be fully tied to. You uh, mean uh
2: Taking a reporter, cutting him into little pieces, putting him in a barrel, and then using
1: acid to dissolve his body. I wouldn't say that's a great thing, by any means. Yes. I'm gonna let
3: you guys get everything out, and then I'm gonna talk. So you uh, know, he was an ISU guy. Too, in any State. Yep.
2: Yep. Is that right? Jamal Khashoggi was an ISU guy. I didn't know that.
3: Yep.
0: Now I'm really pissed. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it was bad. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think there's a lot more to this than just grabbing a check and and. I, I up front to start this. I, I I've never liked Greg Norman. He will not be on my list later on of people that I don't like and don't remember why. <laughs> I remember why that he's he's tr- been trying to take down the PGA Tour for four years.
1: Yeah, quite some time. I I did currently I'm, I'm right get a uh, one of the big old uh, straw hats of his. I bought two of those for Father's Day. Um, good hat, maybe not the best. Uh, role model you know on what? the planet now you're a little younger than I am yeah. I'm uh, a lot younger you and you're, yeah. I'm a lot younger than everyone here
2: you and DeCourcy I don't know do you remember though when it was Greg Norman pre-Tiger and he yes. was at the top yep. of the
0: ladder yep. yeah yep. And that's the thing. You know, Greg Norman made – I mean, you've seen Greg Norman's yachts, and, and he made a pretty good living playing the game of golf. For the PGA Tour. For the PGA which Tour. Which I don't get why – You don't make that kind of money on the Euro
1: Tour. No, I'm sorry. You don't make
0: that in Brisbane. Right. I right.
1: don't get why they – you want more money, Dustin Johnson got $125 million, but maybe to me, what is the difference between 50 and $125 million? When you have – Seventy five million. Yeah. All right. I've never great at for, math. For
2: for somebody who didn't pay any tuition, hadn't paid any for really. Anything I got a D minus
1: in my math class. But regardless, if you have fifty million, you can basically buy whatever you want, get whatever you want, do whatever you want. For another hundred twenty-five million, I don't know what, unless it's Pauline Gretzky who's. I, I don't. Pricey.
0: I don't. By the way, now we know why they got married recently. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she knew first. But. I can't... Okay, I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth. I can't fault a guy... I'm, I'm getting ready to for, do that also. ...for getting what right. they're offering. I get I get that, right? I get that. What I don't like and don't understand is this... This turning around, looking in the rearview mirror, this venom toward the PGA Tour. I think I feel like the PGA Tour has treated these guys pretty damn well.
3: That's where I will go on this point, Brian. Okay. I, think, I think that is a, a very fair point to make. Um however the the and by the way here 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 we go Saudi Arabia executes women in some areas that show calf cleavage they execute gay people yep they were supposed to have women begin driving cars we know that's a farce yeah so their human rights record is asinine and ridiculous. Yeah, let's just say it's not stealth. So, but here's my thing. I, I, I think that the fake Saudi Arabia outrage is a little ridiculous because the World Cup is going to an equally bad place in Qatar. The right? WWE goes to the Saudi Arabia multiple times a year. And by the way, you know, we're going to be driving home in gas-powered cars tonight. Are we? We are. I do not have a Tesla yet. So, How far down this rabbit hole do you want to go when it comes to Saudi Arabia? Now, if it's, you know, individual players who are sponsors of some of these things, then it's a deal. But I don't know. I I just. How far down do you want to go? Right.
0: No, I get it. Yeah, I mean, there's only there's only so much outrage that you can actually show and. And and I, I think and this is going to sound kind of silly and naive probably because I'm not maybe showing I'm not incredibly worldly, my I'm more upset on the golf side mm-hmm. than I am. Yeah. on the, you know what I mean. I mean I I will leave the I'll leave the po- the politics and the Play Saudi the Masters.
2: Where's your Masters music?
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I can. Yeah. No, I can. don't
2: worry about it. Okay, I'm just saying is the glory and tradition of Riyadh, <laughs> Jim. You know. Come on, guys.
1: I just—I think there will be a big fall-off after the first. I, I don't know how you watch well, it, where you watch it. If you it, look at
0: the field, and I printed it out. Oh, it's a,
1: outside I mean, of the top ten. Other,
0: other than just a few. I mean, we've got I, I, a Golf Digest article had, and I was going to print them all, and I put down the, they called it the no surprises, Sergio, Richard Blandy, Ian Poulter, Martin Keimer, Lee Westwood, Kevin Nog, Graham McDowell. A good portion of those guys are Safe to say past their prime, right? Yeah. The competitive international PGA Tour players, Brendan Grace, Matt Jones, Louis Ustedes, and Charles Swartzel. Okay. The in their prime PGA Tour players, there's two, Taylor Gooch and Hudson Swafford, the headliner, Dustin Johnson. There was three other sections of people that were pretty good size sections that I didn't even list because not only did I, were. who follow yeah. golf pretty closely, didn't know who the hell they were. Yeah.
2: Because it's the what did, what did we call the uh what do we call the
4: Hogan
1: tour
0: now? Uh, the Corn Fair. Is Hogan, corn Nike, Web. dot So I'm a way, fairy. I'm a ways behind yeah, us. way, way behind. There's, there's, there's one there.
1: in between there. Was there. We missed something. Did in I there, miss but. one?
0: So I went to the Hogan tour. Yeah, you went to Hogan. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. yeah it's, That's whew. he went back ways. You know, they got the guys like that young Gary Hallberg. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be something. Nevertheless, look, half of why we watch the PGA Tour, is the venues, is yep. Oakmont, it's Augusta, it's Pebble Beach, it's Torrey Pines, it's Sawgrass. It's, okay. I'm not excited about golf on golf courses that were carved out of the desert, you know, are, are using half the country's water supply to keep them green. Yeah. You, you know, so Phil can can parade around like he's... Really winning something.
0: I saw this referred to as the Phil Mickelson canceled yeah, potential. I saw it. <laughs> like it was super 70 sports. Yeah. But, and, and along those lines, golf is one of the rare sports, except for a few exceptions John Daly at Crooked Stick in 91. It's not an underdog sport. We like favorites, yep. you know. We want favorites in the hunt, in the Masters, in the U.S. Open. I mean, we want the big names. Look, I was really excited with who won the
2: PGA versus who didn't win the PGA. Right?
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's it's interesting, and and, and like you say, politically, I, I don't know. I'm more, I guess, I, I'm I'm coming at it a golf standpoint, and I'm just sick and tired of hearing how you know Mickelson saying we're going to use this as leverage against the PGA Tour. You know, Phil, Phil Mickelson was my favorite. Golfer and has been for a long time. Screw you! You
3: don't need leverage. Yeah, it, and that's ama- the, the one thing I don't understand about some of these guys speaking up, I you know we're sitting here in a in a bar, in a bar at at we're, we're, but a lot of these guys have brands, and you know you've got to consider that you know, and that's that's the thing where I, I'm not picking on Phil. I'm not defending him, but but you know the last two years Phil became. I'm not going to say a caricature of himself, but activate calves, hit bombs, and and everybody loved it. And 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 the, but the second he went on and, and, and said something that maybe wasn't politically correct, it's he like nope, went and hid. Yeah, and went he, and he went and hid and he and he back and he and Phil did that probably five years ago. He did that with his gambling stuff. He did it when he said he was going to move from California because they had, their tax rate was his, ridiculously his, high. Uh, and guess what? You know what? If I was making 40 million dollars a year with everything i wouldn't be in california paying 13 percent state tax i'd be in florida or texas right. paying none probably florida there you was know? a there was a point
0: and it, it started with that commercial when he was dodging golf balls yeah and he was dancing and dodging golf balls and from then on there i mean there was a marketing machine decision made we're gonna be yep. we're gonna be goofy phil yeah we're, and we're god it worked yeah we're phil putting the jetpack on this guy's daughter yep. yeah Walk. Well, she draws pictures. Go out and defend your PGA Championship. Walk in front of the microphone and said, "Guys, say guys, I said something really stupid." Yep, and it was it and was, move on. And it was
1: a hot mic too, or like wasn't it?
0: It was an interview. I mean, yeah, it was. I think it was a magazine interview. I think. A
1: yeah, book. it was a. Ma- or no, it was a book. Book. Yeah, the, that's right. But regardless, just say, yeah, I screwed up, and it just it saves so much trouble.
0: Yeah, it, it, hiding just makes it work. Go, go out and just say, hey, listen, I screwed up. Maybe leverage was the wrong word, and I definitely shouldn't have said that. You know, these guys are blah blah blah, and yes, well, they've I, got
3: they've got a shady past. Well, I I, I messed up, and I'm hey. like you. I'm I'm gonna guess all three of us and Max too, but. We, we as 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 dave chappelle said uh in one of his uh you know skits with uh, with rick james you know we know what it's like to be a habitual line stepper you know we're, we're always stepping up to the line how far can we go how much can we say and you know i think phil is a little bit of a habitual line stepper yeah and you know once you say it you gotta own it and i i can't once a year i've got to apologize to somebody and say it didn't come out the way that I thought it was going to come out. Right, and that's all Phil would have to do. Is that's it. My that's question it. is: We this. are a
0: very—I mean, even in, in the cancel culture that we're in, we're pretty forgiving. Yeah.
3: Oh. If you own it. Yeah. Own it. And yeah, I mean, you know, he was a
2: friend of Scott Peterson's. <laughs> he that, was a
3: teammate of Scott Peterson. A teammate of Scott Peterson. Is that right? You in high school? And, and in Arizona State. And Arizona State. Yeah.
0: I did.
4: I'm I heard.
3: Online. I heard. They went boating together on Christmas Eve they, they in 2003. A lot of time that's what I heard. Yeah
0: like fish. Breaking news. You didn't know <laughs> that about him? I did not.
2: Phil Phil can't even remember him now. He was on two golf teams with him. He went to high school with him.
0: Yep. That might be the greatest lapse of memory since Sammy Sosa forgot how to yes, speak English Sammy. in front of Congress. <laughs> <laughs> that poor man. That could come up every day. I, uh, think. I love that. Hey, here's what we're going to do we're going to take a break. I'm going to tell you all about the greatest insurance agent that ever lived. And then uh, we're going to listen to the interview that I did earlier today with the guy that covers Indiana high school golf better than anyone in the state at Indiana HS Golf. And uh, then we're going to come back and talk a little golf sectional. Then we're going to talk a little 1985 music. That's become a popular segment. We're getting down to the end of that tournament. And then uh, the celebrities that we
3: don't I mean, like I, I, don't know why. I, just as a sports guy, and I know you're excited about golf, I'm just excited about the next three days of We've stuff. We've got some good stuff, yeah. we got some, the, we got a lot yeah, of it's stuff not just going on. golf, We've got
0: some good local sports. So we'll talk about that. But first I want to talk about Travis Bretton, in Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be stupid. Stop knocking on wood. Todd, there's no reason to knock on wood, right? One agent for all your insurance needs, auto, home, life, business, annuities, and farm. He's got health plans, individual and family, Medicare supplement plans, dental, vision, based by experience, expertise, and passion. It's Travis Brett in Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. And here we go with our interview with the voice of Indiana High School Golf. All right. I say it every time he's on the show at Indiana HS golf on Twitter, the voice of high school golf. This is my favorite segment every week on the show. How are you? It's our time of year, brother.
4: Hey, we're doing well, Brian. It's an exciting weekend and exciting Monday and our, our postseason is a mere days away. So it's it's exciting stuff. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah,
0: it's, it's great. You know, there's been so many cool tournaments here to end the, in the year and, and actually there was more tournaments this week than, and than what I I thought there would be a lot of, a lot of teams getting getting in some 18 holers here to, to wrap thing, wrap the regular season up. I noticed.
4: Yeah. Well, you and I had kind of discussed that previously. I think that's the direction it's moving when, You get out of school in the late May twenties, whatever, and then it's hey, do you do you let your kids just kind of hang out, or do you give them some competitive events? So I think that'll be something that continues into the future, and you'll see even more stuff like that happening. Yeah, um,
0: that's awesome. Next next
4: spring for sure. So um, yeah, no, it's been great to see kids continuing to play really well, some low scores.
0: Yeah, for sure. And finally, and finally, it's getting good golf weather now that now that the end is near.
4: (laughs) It's perfect out there, man. Uh, so nice to wake up in the morning and you look outside and it's more often than not sunny. It's just uh, it makes it more enjoyable to go out to the golf course.
0: Yeah, too. yeah, for sure. Hey, let's jump into the sectionals. I I had kind of picked out a few and and we'll we'll kind of run through them and then then next week we'll we'll be able to go through all the regionals. as there's uh, there's only five, but uh, let's start with sectional six. That's uh, Westfield hosts that at Ulan Golf and Country Club. That's going to be held on Monday, um, and, and we'll notice this. There's a few Fridays. One, one is actually today on Thursday down in Evansville, and then several on Monday. But this one's on Monday, and, and my notes on this one, see if you agree, I think this is the first in an Ollie Fraser like trilogy between Westfield and Garin Catholic
4: yeah no it's um it, it's funny because it's nobody wants to be a part of sectional six so all these redraw conversations that happen it's like just what can we do to get out of sectional six yeah um, because you look at it and it's Westfield garen Carmel Zionsville and then some other teams that are just you know fighting to try to get individuals out um and it, it's one of the smaller sectionals as far as teams but um that that sectional is obviously really, really loaded and you're looking at it, one of the top six or seven teams in the state will not be advancing as a team uh but- due to the region.
0: Yeah, it's uh, watching these two go at it all year. We've talked about it before is is just incredible. And and that ought to be ought to be a heck of a, uh, like I say, the first of what's probably going to be a trilogy between, between these guys in the postseason Uh, sectional 14 Indianapolis cathedral that's played at Maple Creek. And that is Uh tomorrow on Friday. Uh, uh, Is this the Ryan Ford invitational?
1: I, I think,
4: yes. Um, it, to to be short, there, yeah, and I think I, I looked at it too. There are actually fourteen sectionals played tomorrow, and then f- fifteen on Monday. So, okay. like you, the the Evansville one that's playing today at Helper Chills is the only Thursday sectional that we have going on. State. But yeah, no, that's that's um, a cathedral. Unless something very very strange happens, is is probably going to run away with that sectional fourteen, and what Ryan Ford's probably won five tournaments this year conservatively speaking shot a great score
1: yeah
0: up there in 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 a tough Uh, tough scoring day up at uh Yorktown at Delaware Club
4: by three with 67 yeah Yeah. that's that's strong stuff man I mean anytime you're getting into the mid-60s but especially on courses you don't really play that often you know, you, you get something 66, 67, and that's not an accident. You're just a player. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, let's see. Next up, I've got uh, sectional 16. Um, Monroe Central's the host. That's at Hickory Hills. Um, last year, it was a two-horse race between Monroe Central at 307 and and then Yorktown 324, and then and then the rest of the field was, was well back. Are, are we looking? You think it's kind of that same situation, or did Monroe Central graduate a bunch?
4: That was a very special Monroe central team. I think they shot 307 um, in that ballpark and they had the best three scores on the golf course that day too. So it was a really special kind of similar to your bar Reef fellas, just the senior laden team uh-huh. that uh, their goal was to win sectional their senior year. And man, they, it was a special group of kids. I think they threw their coach in a pond—not a nice pond—at <laughs> yeah, the conclusion you. of that tournament. And they were wearing pink, so that was an outfit that was never worn again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're looking—it's—it's it's a little bit top-heavy there, maybe with Yorktown and Delta. But there's some other schools in that uh, in that sectional that can play golf. And at the end of the day, you you have to play well because it's only 18 holes, right? Um, so you got to put your best foot forward there. But yeah, that's kind of the Muncie schools, Delaware County, and then Randolph County there. Um, I believe, 13 teams in that sectional.
0: Gotcha. Uh, sectional 23, Vincent's Lincoln's the host. That's at uh, the now-being-refurbished Cypress Hills in Vincennes. I think the story here is, is is there any way Sam Emmons, who's the defending champ, can catch the freshman phenom Peyton Blackard and defend his title, and can Barreve finally catch Gibson Southern and win their first-ever sectional? That's I think that's the story he's going in.
4: This has to be one of the – and, again, obviously, you have some bias. I don't have as much. This has yeah. to be one of the more exciting sectionals going on in the state, and that's tomorrow, correct, That Brian? is
0: tomorrow, correct.
4: Yeah, that, uh, I, I just think there there's so much positive energy coming out of those schools there, and then you didn't include Lincoln, but they're just some really, really good young coaches and uh, a lot of really talented players. I'm excited to see scores from that sectional 23, like you said. Would you anticipate Barrie, Gibson, Southern, and Lincoln advancing there, or now, is there another team that, that would
0: be my prediction? I think I think yeah. probably Vincent's Lincoln and South Knox both could yeah, I, with yeah. with Vincent's Reve as an outside shot. But I would think it. I I think that third spot will probably be Lincoln and, and South Knox. And and like you said, Vincent's Lincoln are, is really improving, and they've got a really good freshman playing their number one. Um, so. So there's good things to come, and like you said, they're working hard over there, man. I mean, they're they're going out not only on the golf course, but but the team as well. So yeah, you're you're right. There there's a lot of good things going on in that sectional.
4: Yeah, it's it's just a really exciting time, I think, for a lot of programs like you know your Bar Baruva team, that Gibson Southern Lincoln. Just you see these teams that just are smaller schools, and um, it's really exciting to see them. You and I talked about relative bar shooting. Yep. It seems like every day somebody pops up with a career low, whether that be an individual or a team. Gibson Southern just shot what two ninety five two yeah. days ago. Yeah, the Islam I mean, kid,
0: you know, went sub seventy yesterday along with Blackard.
4: Yeah, that's uh I mean that's a heck of a score if you're playing putt putts for crying out loud. <laughs> so like sure. that's it's just super cool to see the state of high school golf. I just think it's in a really cool place.
0: Yep. Today, um, like we said, down at Evansville, which is, is kind of a rarity, it's the only only sectional today. Um, it's at Hale Hills and Evansville Modern Days, your host. It's an Evansville North-dominated sectional year in, year out. I don't think anything's going to change. But can you talk about what you think – that's probably a little bit of an advantage. They're a short drive, you know, right up I-69 to Country Oaks where they'll play their regional. Um, they've got a couple extra days to practice.
4: Yeah, that and, and the window is Thursday to Monday, but it's just it's interesting to see so many schools playing on Monday. Because then the, the dilemma you run into is what if you have weather? Yeah, right, um, right. So yeah, I mean, I just I think in theory Friday works out perfectly, but if you can play on Thursday, more power to you. Yeah. Um, and again, that's like you said, the only sectional in the state that's played on Thursday. Um, and to your point, too, Evansville North, you've called them a what? A, a, not breeding ground. What's the language you like? You like to use there with them? <laughs> I can't. I, I can't um, even remember. I don't even know. <laughs> It's, you know, it's it's an advantage to get it done earlier, but at the same time, the, the whole is the same size for everybody. And we've talked about getting your kids on on practice rounds at, at those courses. If you think your team's going to be in position at the regionals and states, um, that's the importance of playing. You see a lot of these um, programs hosting what they call sectional previews or regional previews too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are just other opportunities to play. I mean, I'm sure Evansville North plays Country Oaks. A lot of their kids play that course 12 times a year. Right, um, right. So, you know, at minimum. So that's, it's just, it's, it's part of it. And, and we just kind of roll with it. But yeah, good luck to the teams there in section 24. Yeah. 26, Bloomington
0: North's your host. That's at Cascades. Um, that is on Monday. Well, I tell you, Bloomington South seems to be peaking right at the exact time they should be. I tell
4: you what, Brian, what they did at the Golf Club of Indiana yeah. was. Crazy impressive. Um, I mean, you had top five, top six teams in the state um, have one player, no players break 80.
0: Yeah, yeah, Westfield, like, their, their low Westfield man was at team. 80, yeah.
4: Second best score on the golf course is a team, I believe, was Burbuff with 315 or 316. Then you had Hamilton Southeastern, 318. And again, these teams are having maybe one player break 80. Bloomington South had five, and they kicked to the 77. Yeah. Um, you know, they went 76, 76, 76, 77, 77 on a day where there were only, you know, what, maybe a dozen kids break 80 in a 14 team field. Um, so that, and we talk about playing courses, you don't play a lot. That's just really, really good golf. Uh, I mean, (laughs) it was, it was one of those things. You just, every team score was kind of inflated and then it's just kind of, Oh, maybe we didn't really play that poorly. And then there were kind of there was kind of some rumblings. Uh, hey, Bloomington South had five in the seventies and it was just like really? And their um, and
0: their number one, I think, was the high score.
4: Yeah, a happy <laughs> shot seventy seven. Yeah. They they had a couple seventy seven. But I, I tell you what, that that wow. golf course was real I was actually there. That golf course was unbelievably challenging. The wind was coming out of the south, southwest. And I don't have a ton of course knowledge there, yeah. but apparently that is not the direction you want to win.
0: Right. <laughs> so well, unless was, you're unless you're wearing purple. Unless South.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, that that was tremendous playing. Anytime you win a big invite like that yeah. by that many strokes, like Incredible. that's that's a statement, um, certainly there for the purple team, like you said.
0: Uh, last one we'll cover is sectional thirty. Uh, Providence is your host. That's down at the beautiful Covered Bridge Golf Club. That's on Monday. My question is, can anyone challenge Silver Creek here? And I, I got to think Carter Smith's ready to contend for a state title for a second year in a row.
4: Yeah, again, it's it's so exciting. All the quality in the, we we talked about individual golfers in April, and you and I did, and uh-huh. it's just. You continue to see these same names. You reference Ryan Ford, Carter Smith, like the kids in the middle of the state, kids in the northern part of the state. It's just these young men, and they separate themselves. There are a dozen of them who just can win any time they're on the golf course. I yeah. mean, what Carter Smith? To your point, he's he's medaled twice in eighteen-hole events in the last what eight days, yeah, right. including six in there. Um, yeah, no, that that Silver Creek team is really good. And again, we've talked a lot about travel. Uh, their golf coach coach Graston just uh, his sacrifice taking time away from his family from his personal life like they travel hours and a lot of times they travel play a practice round stay the night and then he comes home yeah, um, right. well, just you know they, and that's just a testament to our golf associate our coaches association just those coaches who put their their players in those positions to travel four or five hours across the state like he he has done everything he can to give them a chance to for carter smith to try to win a state championship for his boy try to finish top five at state um you know that that's a testament to him and to a ton of other awesome coaches in the state who decide you know what i want to give my boys the best opportunity the best experience that i can um but yeah i I, i'm i'm with you there i don't see anybody knocking off silver creek in sectional 30 there um some other talented individuals down there certainly but they're they're a tough team. They're just really solid.
0: Yeah. Um from a coach's perspective, I'm gonna give you a scenario. Say so you've yeah. got a kid coming into tourney time and, and he's he's struggling like he hasn't all year. Do you change much? This time of year, do you maybe leave his swing alone, try to be positive, get him turned around mentally, change his position in the lineup? What's a coach do this time of year? I can't I got imagine you don't want to change too much technically.
4: That's such a good question, and it's something we all deal with, and you're 100% right. Like you can't, you just can't think that much on the golf course. And you like to think that your swing is at a muscle memory state by this point of the year. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to have a swing thought or two, that's fine. Maybe one setup and then one swing thought. So two things really. But um, I, I think there are coaches who you kind of have to think about the young man. There are players who perhaps would benefit. You know, I'm going to move you from two uh, or actually let me give you a good example, I guess you have a freshman kid who's kind of struggling you usually playing maybe at one and he's he's kind of struggling a little bit i could move him to three or four in my lineup where it's easier for me to get to him on the golf course because okay. yeah. five and your one are the toughest ones to get to because they're, they're, they're at the front and the back so inevitably you're spending more time just based on the geography of traveling the course right. so that's one thing you can kind of think about the problem there lies though and these kids care what numbers in front of their name as coaches, we care about the number you shoot, right? right. Um, but it's kind of hard, I think, from just like a, a mental thing to say, "Hey, I'm moving you down in the lineup for a kid who's struggling." I think that's challenging, unless you just have a really good relationship, or he's a senior or something and gets it. But yeah, yeah I, I think I think at this point, like you said, it's kind of a hey we're going with the swing that you have, and we're going to trust your short game that you spend hundreds of hours, a, a, you know, a year working on. Right, you're going to keep it on the planet, and we're going to try to get it up and down if we only hit five or six greens. Gotcha. Um, because you know you you play a lot of golf. It's just a hard game to play if you're thinking. Non stop out there at, at this point of the season.
0: Based on my game last Sunday, I'm I'm I don't know what I'm thinking. I, what I was thinking was, how in the hell am I going to get this ball advanced? <laughs> it was not pretty. Let's just say how long that.
4: Until, how long until I can be home? Oh <laughs>
0: God! It did get better on the back, but the front nine was uh, let's just say it was a train wreck. Um, do you see scores? And maybe regional isn't a good example. Let's just talk sectional. I often said, you know, when a kid goes out, shoots his best score, wins the sectional. I marvel at a kid that does that because he's been pointing to that day for a year. He knew on June 3rd, I have to do it and you do it. Do you see scores tick up
4: on on sectional day? You kind of text me about that a little bit. And I think that's so fascinating to see. So I think a good case in point actually is your Monroe central example from earlier, mm-hmm. uh, sectional 16, you know, they had circled that date on their calendar for over a year. And they said, it's our home course. We have four seniors on our team. We're going to win sectional. Right. So that's such the, and then again, I think they, they had the three lowest scores on the golf course. Yeah. So when you have veterans like that, i think setting that bar that high is a little bit different than if you have a team of freshmen or inexperienced kids in your lineup um because it is it's fascinating to see uh young men stepping up there to the plate and even the southern part of the state's a great example you have so many really talented individuals and it's like we want to see those kids shoot 68 career low yeah, in- right. individually because that- that's this cool part about golf, right? Is we have, we're advancing three teams and three individuals from every section on the state. And then the regional level, we're going to advance five individuals. So it's beautiful because it's a team sport and team golf is important to us as an association. Um, but it's super awesome to see those talented individuals try to make a run because they're representing themselves and their teams too. Like you see, six, seven, eight teammates walking with these kids at the state final to advance as an individual. Yeah. So it's just it's super exciting to see what those young people can do um, when the flag goes up and there's that pressure to perform. Right. I'm really excited to like you are too. We're just fans at this point, right? Yeah. We're just we're just ready to see the numbers thrown That's up right. on the board. It, it's just a super exciting time and when the weather cooperates man it's just beautiful
0: for sure um, I'm not gonna put you on the spot I'll let you I'll let you chime in if you want but'm I'm, I'm going to make my predictions okay I'm gonna do it like a horse race I'm yeah. gonna go win place show and this is for the state title this is for all the marbles okay. I'm gonna go I'm gonna put my win money on Garen Catholic. I'm going to move Bloomington South up based on last weekend. I'm going to put my place money on Bloomington South, and I got Westfield for the show. And individually, I'm going to go with Ryan Ford, who I believe, and I've got this right here, Ryan Ford was a T4 last year. Cash Beller blew out the field last year in just a remarkable. He was minus six, and second place was plus two. Uh, but I'm going to go Ryan Ford as the individual champion in Indiana this year.
4: Okay. Yeah. No. I think those are those are pretty good picks. I mean, you know, you're kind of sticking with those teams that have experience and and those teams who have been doing it all year and doing it for lots of years, frankly. But yep. uh, yeah, I, I think I think it'll be really exciting. And um, you know, we're just going to hope for hope for good weather. Prairie View is a great test, and it separates the good from the great, and sometimes to the exceptional. Uh, Cash belt or good example there. Um, yeah, that's, I, I can't argue with those picks, Brian.
0: Okay. Well, I'll, uh, I'm going to stick with it and we'll see if I'm on the right track, um, next week at this time when we talk and we'll go through all the regionals.
4: Yeah. Looking forward to it. should be a lot of fun.
0: All right, pal. Um, enjoy the weekend and, and, uh, I'm sure that we will text back and forth and say, Oh my goodness. Did you see what just happened uh, a few <laughs> times over the next four days? But then, uh, we'll get together and we'll talk for next week's show, my man.
4: Awesome! Hey, appreciate all you do for high school golf, man. Do a great
0: job. All right, and follow Indiana HS Golf on Twitter. It's the best Twitter follow out there. So we'll talk to you next week. All right, we are back. Good interview there, talking about high school golf, and we touched on sectional twenty-three. That's going to be right in our backyard. Mike DeCorsi, Arbari Vikings, Washington Hatchets, Dorth Davis Cougars are headed over to Vincennes tomorrow, and it's it's gonna be, uh, gonna be a great day. Weather looks great, and Bari's gonna need some help from Gibson Southern, but I think right now we're primed to possibly uh, shock the world, if you will.
3: 18 holes is a long time to play. Um, it's a course that it just seems like we've gotten better and better on as we've played it this year, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I love talking about this with uh, Bari Principal Jeff Doyle today golf sectional friday is just kind of an underrated day it is it really around is. the state because you know it takes you know, it's it's a six-hour affair between everybody that's there there's you know like you know last year for example when when it just kept getting closer and closer and closer and it's like oh my god we may have to put some gas in the fire trucks yeah, we and, might we might and, win this thing and and you know it's it's a you know, it's I, it's like a beautiful, really long movie, and I I don't know I, I I love the day. It just seems like every year the weather kind of breaks and it's nice. So uh, you're
2: saying barre golf is a lot like Doctor Shyvago?
3: Okay, I want you to shut up. <laughs> but what I'm going to tell you is Todd and I are going to have a phenomenal lunch tomorrow.
2: We always do. That's so, what we used to we used to go to what was it? Uh, six we're going Street to Sixth
3: Street Bobs tomorrow, Todd.
2: Nice. My favorite. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. place on the planet to get pizza Yes, 6th Street. Bucks.
3: Your son likes it because, to quote Sam Emmons, they give you a billion breadsticks. Still the best lunch deal in America. America. That, that's in that's America. the truth. Yeah, yep.
0: a, a, a personal pizza, the best pizza in the world, a, a billion breadsticks, and and a Coke
3: for like seven yeah, bucks. Yeah, like seven and a half yeah, bucks. It's, it's crazy. Deal.
2: Max, give us your thoughts on that golf course over there in Vincent. You spent a lot of time, a lot of sectionals.
1: Yeah, I've heard they've turned it around. courses in better shape now. They got shank sodding it out there, so I've heard. It good can't things. be in worse shape. No, right. I haven't been out there in a couple of years, so I'm unfamiliar. But it's uh it's a course where a big number won't kill you because everyone's probably going to make a big number somewhere. Go OB, uh, you know, a couple lost balls. So. If somebody makes a, a big of number. of balls in the dirt in the fairway. Well, well, no, I've heard it's in better shape. Right. We don't, we don't got to slam will, it. I and will
0: say this. last, The last two sectionals, when they had it there, when the golf course wasn't being taken care of at all, right? they yeah. did get it in shape, and it was playable. Now, they had to play a club-length drop. Um, roll the ball. Can I get another maker's back? I guess um, I one more, too. They, you, but it was in shape to play. Right. Now this year they're working their asses off over there, so I well, got to think. good. I mean, listen, yep.
2: I'm I'm at this stage of the game. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on. Me.
3: No, Wait, you screwed that fool one. Fool me, up. Yep. it doesn't matter. Fool nope. me the
0: third time, by right. CCov. Yeah. I got you. No, I think they're in good shape now. I, th- I think they're headed in the right direction. I heard they found some
1: good. found some old drainage that they've been able to use again, and the course drains a little bit better than it used to. So they're growing some more grass. Max, what's your best nine holes out there? Thirty. 32? 31. 30 something, yeah.
2: And that's oh. what your worst nine holes out there? 50? Yeah. <laughs> and how close were those two rounds apart?
1: The same round. <laughs> <laughs> Front nine, back nine. Uh, 31, 50. 31 49, I think is what it was. Yeah, it was like an that. 80. So, yeah. so here's So I had my to get
3: th- Earl away from you. Yeah.
1: My thoughts I on that. I got some snake and shake after that.
0: Number 4 the long part 3 that's you know that's a potential bogey for anybody if you get past the next hole 5 don't don't slice it past the building then you got to take your drop behind the the pump house and you've it's basically a two shot penalty and don't beat it through the trees back there on t- 11 12 15 whatever that is That's there. backwards to yeah, me but if if you yeah. do that then you're in good shape. Yep. there's that four
1: holes that run along the, the houses, and, and then those ones on the other side. The it's not a tough course side, outside of that.
0: The ones on
2: the other side, it's not about weather that day. It's about weather three days before that because I, there has been a point where that creek overflows. I'm,
1: well, I, they found new drainage out there, old drainage that had been sodded all over, and so they've got to take care of. I can tell of.
0: you Bar Reef practiced there every day this week, and they're, they're, they're playing – as as good a golf right now as they can play now it's practice but they've they've got they're ready to go the course is playable it's ready to go and so are they so we'll see um last year like Dico said it, what a fun day that is cuz Washington and Trey had a had to have a talk with his guys at the turn and say boys we play as individuals because we, we may have just lost a sectional and yep. and they pulled it together and got us by two. But um and, and Gibson Southern is, is really, really good. But the miracle of Dom DePas. He did. Yeah. Big Dom took care of business and and uh, Sam got him in as as the medalist but but he he picked up Washington and, and carried him through on on his shoulders to, to win the, the team title. But I tell you Ben Crenshaw looked at the media that day so in I the Ryder a, Cup, I got a feeling. I'm a big believer in faith. Yep, I got and a feeling And I got about a good this. feeling about tomorrow. So we'll see. We're, we're they're going to go at it. Um, other stuff going on this weekend. Uh, baseball headed to the regional. Yep. Which is uh, well before Saturday that. 12, let's 30. let's go. Let's start Friday. Friday we've got um, two people going to to Terre Haute or to Bloomington to the state track final. Abby Balungi at the pole vault. Emily Nepp and the hurdles. Yep. Late start. Yeah,
3: late that. late start. It usually is, but I, I, I you know, I think there's actually, a chance. Actually,
2: Abby's is three,
3: it's three o'clock. She's okay. the right. very
2: first event going off.
3: You know, I think there's a chance they both get on the podium, and I, I think that's that's, I think that's really cool that. Yeah when the um you know results are announced you know the bar Eve is going to be in there somewhere and you know in the points and
0: i wish when they, if, if they do make it i wish they would announce and this school does not have a track yeah i think that should just be part or of the announcement vault. right yeah but abby's abby set personal records all year and ellie started the year in a boot yeah. didn't even know she was going to run so so can some we stuff there. talk cupcakes yeah we need to
2: talk about the cupcakes at abby balingy's graduation party last weekend
0: well and and the reason i know about this it was the same person that made the cupcakes for the golf team's combined party these are cupcakes that i that wish i knew who did it the same
2: thing it's the mystery cupcake lady of montgomery
3: i'm gonna guess that chad's wife and your wife both know yes okay
0: um, i will find out and give her a free plug because you're right i That was the buzz at the entire party
3: I've ever
2: had.
0: That was the buzz at the party is is how good those cupcakes are. Let me text my wife right now. Listen, I'm going to voice text so the audience (laughs) is part of this whole
4: thing.
0: Who made the cupcakes at the graduation party? Is my horse's name.
2: (laughs) Best cupcakes ever. Best cupcake. (laughs) (laughs) I had one. I saw Albert over there. And I I had my choice. I was gonna get it. You're saying Albert had cupcakes? Albert, did you have the cupcakes?
3: How many cupcakes did you eat on Saturday and Sunday combined, Albert? If you had to guess. Okay. Albert even said he left
0: So I know we had apple and like Oreo. I had the apple and the lemon the lemon blueberry. I don't think I don't know if we had that I didn't get any, so because, um, you know I'm watching my figure. By the way, diet update for everybody following. This this I uh, you know I lost ten immediately. Yeah. I'm at about nine and a half now. So <laughs> things have slowed down but I haven't I haven't you know, I so haven't. So you gone gave a half put, back. You're gonna put weight on just talking about that. I haven't cupcakes. gone backwards too far, but um, I'm gonna find out who made those cupcakes they because fantastic. they were fantastic. Okay, um, so good luck to Abby and Ellie. Um, great years are gonna be capped off by hopefully getting on a podium Saturday. Couple things going on. One, we'll talk baseball. Uh, you called the
3: sectional Barry pretty pretty good day. Yeah, it was other- a kind, I, you know I, I talking to Todd when it was over. You don't want to throw around the words dominant but uh, I, I, you know I don't think there was ever a moment in 14 innings that day talking to Todd where that you thought where, where, where we thought oh man this may be slipping a little bit I mean uh, you know you kind of thought Bari was the best team there um, showed up proved it yes. and, uh, and, and we're moving on
0: And they Borden. play former the, the team that replaced them as number one
3: right Borden. yeah board yeah
0: so that should be should be listen. I assume they'll throw Lane Graver?
3: I, I would guess, I but would, I, I, I have no inside knowledge he, at yeah, all. Yeah, he
0: did a nice shot. I can't imagine they would. Is he left-handed?
3: He's right-handed. He is right-handed, okay. He's right-handed. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: you I know, think that's look, who you're going to throw. At this level here, anything could happen at eight points. You can yeah. break out for six runs early. You can. Mike and I did the uh, tecumseh uh, Barrie softball game just a few days ago. Yeah. And the truth is, Barry played very well after second. After inning. yeah,
0: after the second inning, they ran into a buzzsaw pitch. They buzzsaw. Right? Well,
3: not just just a top to bottom. You know, they're they're probably the best. I would guess small school softball program in the state. I mean, they're they're excellent. Yeah. And
0: and who does the baseball team play if we win?
3: It, it would be Tecumseh at night, okay. almost almost certainly. Because
2: uh, the team that Tecumseh plays has three wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, and the last time I checked,
0: didn't it require three wins to get out of? Sectional? Yeah, typically
3: two minimum. Wow. So, yeah, <laughs> what
0: a shocker! Yeah. Of a fire truck ride. There's that, was. that one. Yeah. Uh, I was sitting right at that bar at Red Bones one time, and uh, I, I'm not going to say who it was, but somebody that we know very well, and uh, had a couple of pops in him, and he said, "Well, I don't even know why Nord Davis has a fire truck. They don't ever win a sectional." And I said, "Probably to put out fires. I'm guessing, because you know." <laughs> That's not the only reason we have fire trucks.
3: <laughs> <This> yeah, is, <laughs> that's a Fox News alert to the people of Montgomery.
0: Uh, but anyway, and then uh, tennis, we've got uh,
3: uh, someone named Dylan. Yeah, courcy Your second favorite, Dylan. That's when right. was the last time they played? In Sydney,
0: trooper
3: May twenty. May twentieth. So
0: they're oh. rested.
3: They're rested. <laughs> they're rested. So they hey, play. Hey, Dylan's at, mother has have her, has had her doing workouts. She think, will be ready. Do you think? Now, nah. now, now they've been volleyball workouts, <laughs> but
0: well, her hey, her her work at the net in tennis isn't really that far off. That's yet. that's right.
3: that's the uh, that's the the uh, motivation. So, so yeah. So
0: and they're at Bedford. they're at Bedford. Right. Yep. And they play Evansville Modern Modern Day. day yeah.
3: Individual. I think the I think it's Modern Day Silver Creek, the Vikings, and. Can't remember who the four, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens.
2: Okay. Does, this, does Silver Creek have Russians
0: on the team? I think they normally do, don't they? They might. I can tell you Silver Creek has a golfer named Carter Smith that finished third last year in the state that will contend for a state title. But I'm going to go on record, and you heard it in the interview, but Garen Catholic's my pick to win, my place – pick to place is Bloomington South. Show in golf is Westfield and Ryan Ford from Indianapolis Cathedral is my pick to win the state title um, with Sam Emmons. A very, very close second. (laughs) There you go. Okay, let's get to the important stuff. Oh, um, is there any, I was going to ask you as a coach, reporter, player, any crazy sectional golf stories that you've got that need to be shared? Wait, wait, I got breaking news. The cupcakes Let me find the breaking news. We'll just go the drum roll. Brenda Nip, Alan Peanut's sister. Okay. Is who makes the world famous cupcakes. Okay. And that this is organic. This is if this goes
2: viral, it's because it started here. We, I had one hell of a cupcake.
3: We're like the the angel investors. We want like ten percent of all future earnings. When you call Peter? Brendan that's why they call and, you
0: Peter Teal DeCoursy. That's right. In, uh, Brendan Epp, tell her the B three podcast, and that's a coupon code for one free <laughs> cupcake. If she tells you no, promo, I can't help promo you. Code but, link, yeah, promo code like promo code three three. Yeah, no, it was the best. They are really good.
3: Speaking of Todd, at, did, when did you watch The Social Network last? You've made multiple? We watched it, uh, we watched a watched it about, about a week ago. ago. Okay, so we, he, yeah. he's made multiple social network yeah. references.
2: Maybe we should because, um, I don't know, Facebook is like the greatest thing ever.
3: Not. I don't know. You use it to fight with people about politics. I it? don't. Mm-hmm.
1: I, no, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I do not. I have no, not, you do. In, in not no, in two you've done years it. have I He's done got it. a burner account. Yes, he does.
3: I, I do not have a burner not account. Not Todd Lancaster.
1: Jim Fisher.
0: Horse race name, Todd's burner account. <laughs>
3: I do not in fact
0: like
2: I said it, there is probably more pictures of Carl Yostrevsky and Carlton Fisk on my Facebook than there are of <laughs> I don't even, even think children. I do you had a Facebook
0: page well
2: I don't I don't accept new people anymore 2 years I haven't accepted any new people and that's max, not
3: just on Facebook that's in life in life <laughs> that's in life sounds a little passive aggressive
1: to me max yep. listen
2: if I didn't go if I didn't go to third grade with you just
1: call me. I've been trying to friend him for years. Won't do it. Won't let me in. Okay, here we go.
0: 1985, we've done this for the last few weeks. We're in the round of 16 now. I want your votes. The first matchup is this. This is a number two speed. It reached number seven in the Hot 100 at the end of the 1985. Everybody wants to rule the world by Tears for Fears taking on this, one of the classic videos of the 80s. Take On Me. Take On Me by AHA. It reached number 10 in the Billboard Hot 100. More of a stylistic It's a 3 seed. So everybody wants to rule the world by tears for fears versus Take On Me by AHA. Todd Lancaster, it's your vote. It's, it's my vote, and I'm going to give you
2: something. Okay. Back in 85, I was the uh, fraternity active that took the pledge class. To Michigan State. Okay. What when year? That, 1985. When Magic we, Johnson's We took. High school. We took <laughs> the the class. We had a keg of beer in the van, and we <laughs> in the van in the van. <laughs> we got up there and we watched that video about 50 times on MTV that weekend. The only thing there was at the fraternity house here, right across from it, was a head shop and a uh, oh 1985. And, I think you said 75. No, 85. Okay. Now now I'm with you. And a uh, Pizza Pizza uh, there in East Lansing. Yeah. We never left the little room we're in the whole time. But I'll tell you what. we There was more in that van than a keg of beer. Those were the good old days. I would guess. I'm going. Everybody wants to rule the world straight through all the way to the finals. Yeah,
1: that's
0: my vote.
2: uh...
1: Yeah, pretty easily.
3: First of all, my first crush ever, being that I am younger than you guys, was the girl in... Aha's video,
1: okay, in cartoon
0: form or real life? Yes,
3: yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> wow, <laughs> but I'm like the Todd Father. Everybody wants to rule the world. Period. You're straight, going. You're straight going, straight going long. Yep. Okay.
0: Long game there. Okay. Next up, num. Uh, this is the a uh, three seed reach number nine on the end of the year Billboard Hot 100. We're gonna slow things down for all you lovers out there. Lancaster, I'm crazy, it's a, crazy for you. This is a young lady they call Madge. I thought it was Berlin at first. Yeah, I can see that. Versus this, and I'm going to skip ahead because this, you know, when you hear it, the build-up to this song is an hour long, and i got to hit the right place or we'll get canceled. Make sure I'm not on the verse that's... Jackson.
3: Yeah. But, but How is this song held up? Yeah.
0: Okay, and that verse is cut out on the radio. On the radio now, yeah. But there's certain times you'll hear it on Sirius XM yeah. where it's it's, it's... it's all the way through. And in iTunes, it's full steam here. Yeah. You know, that is
2: a true story. Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits yep. was in uh, basically a big box store, okay, for lack of a better word. And that was a conversation he overheard between the salesman and the... You know, and, and the guy wanting to move, you know, to get stuff we got to out the door for sale, right? Mm-hmm. And that was—he heard that story, and uh, I think, am I wrong? Was it Nelton John video that they were watching?
0: I thought you? maybe it was Boy George
3: Culture Club. I thought it was Culture Club. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay,
0: maybe you, maybe you, maybe right. Because that, that would have, timing would have been timing about right been for Karma Chameleon or something like that. So, so all right, Crazy for You versus Money for Nothing. Money for
3: Nothing. Money for Nothing.
1: Okay, Max. Yeah. I, no, I, I didn't that? know the first one, to be totally I, honest. I actually but.
0: voted for Crazy for you just because. Um, what's up, what's up? What's that? Okay, here we go. Next one up. This reached number six on the Billboard Hot 100 1985. It's a two seed. This is Hall and Oates with Out of Touch. And I'm a big Hall and Oates fan.
1: It's
3: a heavy bass line. I like, I like, man, I like these guys. Have you seen the movie Blue Eyed Philly Soul? Have you seen the movie She's Out of My League? Have you ever watched that with your wife? I've lived that with my wife. <laughs> well, I know you've lived it, as we both have. I, who's in it? It is uh, T.J. Um, he was on Silicon Valley, um, but any, anyhow, I don't think so. Yeah, but 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 their whole spiel is they are a Hall and Oates cover band. Oh uh, no I've never yeah, seen Oh that, it's but. it's phenomenal. I'm oh,
2: there s- was the one uh, Oats and Garfunkel. Was the was the little the comedy, it was a lot like uh, Portlandia. Well or what was the one about, oh, oh, I about, love about the, the intruder uh, Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. It was a lot like that too where, where yeah there was uh, where okay. the Oats is Oats and Garfunkel you know, yeah. Garfunkel's Garfunkel.
0: All right, uh, out of touch, Hall and Oats versus this one, and this is the this one surprises me, it's still alive. It only reached number 54 on the Hot 100. It's a 14 seed, and it spawned a lot of songs by WSTO because they went by Furry Head in the favorites. Oh, yes. And this is One Night, of course, in Bangkok.
3: How in the world? I don't know. I I I
0: am mystified that this song keeps winning, but it does. Because people are stupid, and if you
2: voted for that song, you're stupid. Todd yep, Lancaster is on
0: record, and Deco is now yep, backing it up. Max is shaking his head. All right, so we're going out of test. I'll take One Night in Bangkok. I'll be that guy. You don't get a vote. <laughs> okay, last matchup. This song is one of my all-time favorite songs. Only reached number 53. It's a 14 seed, but Don Henley talking about summer's, out of, summer's over. Driving down. Let me tell you what. You take Boys
2: of Summer. Yeah. You take um uh Money for Nothing. Okay. Okay, and um what was the first one we said? Uh Tears for Fears. Tears for
0: Fears, everyone wants to little.
2: That's your effing Duke. Carolina Duke. Kansas. and Kentucky or Kansas. Yep. Okay. Right there. Okay, right. they they shouldn't even have to play in the tournament. Jump in, in the final four.
0: So, you know, this is one of my, I think we did our pet peeve episodes, this is one of my biggest pet peeve when you hear a list of summer songs, and this is on it. Yes. It's about, the first line says summer's out of reach. Yes. It's over, folks. It's not a summer song. Todd's playing air drums.
2: Yes. In the back of the truck. Did this even have an opponent?
0: Yes, it does, and, and I think you're gonna. Okay, I, I, gonna I, I couldn't like remember it. if
3: this was the end or the no, beginning of no, the next I think, round. No,
0: think, I think you're gonna have a bigger decision than no, what you want. I oh,
3: it. I don't think so.
4: Okay, here we go.
0: <laughs> Never mind.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I told you 1985
0: is the greatest year of music ever. This reached number 60 on the Billboard Hot 100. It's a 15 seed going against the 14th seed. It's tears team. for fears. It you is. can't have
2: the Duke JV team play in the Duke varsity. Huh? Okay, I'm just telling you. I, listen, I had this album. I bought it brand new on cassette, mind you. Yep. You know. And it's, it, it's a great album. It's, it's a good song. Uh, it's it's freaking Valpo in, in the tournament.
0: And talk about the weather. Traditions I can trace against the child in your face. Oh, that's good. Listen, I it's can't good. vote, I take it I can't vote for it because Boys of Summer is one of my all time favorite yeah, songs. Me too. But, um, Boys of Summer,
3: but what a good run by the JV.
0: By the JV, that's what it is. So there you go. That was the 85 matchup. It, it's
2: the Barrie JV. You know they're going to go like 16 to 1. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 1985 is. And I knew it was good, but when we started this tournament and I really dug in and I got a playlist of the, in order, the the top 100, it is just, it's ridiculous how good it is. I mean, I read that one night and everybody was impressed how great it was. And that was the worst 10 of the year. I know
2: I'm going to get a sigh from PokerStars.com over there, but it ain't 1972. And I'm just throwing that out there.
1: Okay.
0: 72. Next on the list, I saw Chip posted, because uh, this week, this tournament ends on Thursday, and then 1976 starts. 76, I think you're going to get more than a feeling. Um, a lot of BG? No. Now no, that I'd wouldn't be till later. Probably yeah. a year,
2: year and a half away, but um, I would say probably Boston, a handyman by James Taylor, uh, Margaritaville. Might
0: make it on through there. I think it was in the. Was it in the seventy-seven? Maybe it was. In it the was. Maybe tournament. in seventy-seven. Um, ones we didn't cover tonight, because by the time we record again, the turn will be over. "Careless Whisper" was number one. "Like a Virgin" two. "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" three. I want to know what "Love Is" fantastic song at four. "I Feel for You" Shaka Khan. I hate that Foreigner song. I'm going to just tell you. Oh, what. do you I really? Love, I love that song. No, I love Foreigner's
2: first album. Feels like the first time. Gotcha. A cold as ice. Yep. I like Double Vision, that second album. I remember my mom taking making uh, going in a blizzard to go down to take a guitar lesson so I could learn hot blooded. Oh
3: yeah. That time. <laughs>
2: but nevertheless, I I did not like uh, I did not like foreign raft.
0: Where that. are we on easy lover with Phil Collins and Philip Bailey? I don't hate it. I love it. I don't hate it. good radio song. Back drove, when we used to have
2: something called drove radio. drove around
0: one freezing January night with Dan Piercy. Listening to that, that song always makes me think of that. Okay, last thing on the agenda tonight. Celebrity. This came up when I was blowing about a two last week at the end of the podcast. <laughs> so I don't know how this came up. I said something. And I don't, I don't I said, even
3: remember who you were talking about. I don't know.
0: I was talking about somebody. Oh, I was talking about Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Timberlake. And yeah. I said, that'd be a good topic for next week. People you don't like, and then you can't remember why, because I realized one time I don't like Justin Timberlake, but I don't know why, so I started liking him. Yeah. Um, So I've got Timberlake on here, which I can cross him off now. Um, I'll go first. My first one on my list, and I have no idea why, so now I just say I like him, is Lin-Manuel Miranda that wrote Hamilton and now has done all the music for Encanto that I hear about 34 times a day. Never heard it. it. that, uh, so I don't know why I don't like him. Uh, Terry Crews, the, uh, that the, the big black guy. Big black guy that always muscles. does that thing with his, the, his yeah, muscle chest. Yeah. Yes, his pecs. I'm doing His right pecs, now. thank you. Yeah, Todd just <laughs> did it with pizza sauce on his shirt. Um, <laughs> I I I think it might be the chest thing, and he's constantly taking off, crowbaring, taking off his shirt. Put your I damn think damn Right, I think that's why I don't like him. James Harden, but I figured out why I don't like him because he can't play in big games. And Zach Johnson, I think it's because he got super religious in an interview one time after a golf match, but I'm not sure. So I put him on the list. Those are celebrities that I don't like, and What's I'm the not name sure for the why. Dodgers,
2: Mr. Pitchin, um, Mr. Pitchin pitch uh, with
0: the hitch, Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw.
2: You can put him on there because he can't pitch in big games either.
0: I was really glad he couldn't
2: on one. Yeah, yeah. One in 2016. One October
0: night. Yes. In 2016.
2: I, I hate Meryl Streep. Really? And it's because you, Meryl. Street, oh, you do know why? I do know why. Oh, okay. this
3: is your. You don't know why? <laughs>
2: well, okay. I'll pretend I don't even know why. You
3: just, okay. Let's pretend like it just dawned on it you. It just dawned why. on me.
2: Yeah. Was her role in Kramer versus Kramer? Yeah. With Dustin Hoffman, and she leaves the boy, the baby, with you know Dustin Hoffman, and he raises it up, and he has a great life, and, and then, then she, she comes, comes back, snatches his little ass back up. Yeah. Okay. Hated her in that. Have hated her ever since.
3: That was fiction. I do, okay. I wish. you do. Okay. I I've got one. Okay. Musically, for years, I hated The Cure.
0: Oh really? Oh my
3: God! I had no idea why. And as I've aged, it it my musical palate has changed. Yeah, and then you do right. the research, and you're like, they're and then really you good. watch their rock and roll Hall of Fame induction, I, and like everybody up dancing. They're really good. Really good. I wouldn't say I hated them,
0: but I definitely wasn't a fan right. until. Right. And I'm like. I really like them. Right. That Friday, I'm. Well, in love you should have loved. Fantastic. You should have loved
3: the Cure in '85.
2: Right. Because right. that was your go-to fraternity
3: party music. And now I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that I figured out that I had got a topic for next yeah, week. Yeah, I've been emotional about it. Uh, not emotional. That's a bad word. But like when I was watching the movie, I was emotional about it. Sophie's Choice. No. <laughs> jenny dying in forrest gump was the best thing to happen yes period thank you it was time for her to go
2: you were weren't you a uh, sons of anarchy guy with me i i
3: I never watched soa can you go out that door no but they just they just did i didn't even know that was a working door at red bone angie just shaking her head she's all right okay you Uh, know
2: we just were talking about i've I've never watched that show and i need to first of all i'm glad jenny died
0: Okay. Yeah. I hope it was a slow and painful death. Yeah, I think so it was
3: AIDS. I mean, yeah, probably. No, there yeah. you go. <laughs> she was always, and it was. Yeah.
0: Or and I think it that or, night. Or Pepsi or. Yeah, it was from a needle. It's yeah. Just yeah. But uh, I wanted her to fall off the balcony. Oh, I wanted yeah. her to jump. Well, as long as she waited till Freebird kept playing for a little longer because that well, was really cool. But well, here's the other one. Is
2: in billions. Um, Bart Giamatti, not Bart Giamatti, Paul Giamatti's wife. Um, Wendy. Wendy. Wendy Rhodes. I wanted her. Wendy Bird. I want her to die in that. Yep. And I wanted her to die in Sons of Anarchy. I wanted Gemma to put a fork in her head. Okay? I hate that actress. I hate her.
0: Are you guys walking dead people? I no. was for the first time. I want that priest series. to get eaten from his head to his toes. And he did. I wanted Coral to die. And he finally did. Um, that was like three seasons of Walking Dead. And then either, you know. I stuck with it. Oh, my you know, God. I've stuck I stuck with it. It's finally going to. Uh, and they've stretched this last season out. I for want Florida Georgia, yep. Florida, Georgia line, too.
3: Gone. Yeah. Florida, Georgia line. Yeah. Yep. Luke Bryan. Um,
0: back to Jen. She was always back when she needed something. Yeah, right? yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Wendy Bird's another one that yeah, she she needed to go. Yes.
3: Yes. Wendy Bird oh my Wendy Rods.
2: Yeah, I want them both gone.
3: Well, and that's I I I did read an, a nice article the other day, and I, I'll run this by you guys, and it and it basically said, I thought it was decent food for thought. If we want more, you know, if if you really wanted equality amongst the sexes in society, you know, you know what we could do in Hollywood, quit making every lead actress just a total wet blanket, you know, that you want <laughs> that you want killed yeah. off, <laughs> right? You yeah. know right for every you know for every uh i i I don't know for every i don't know yellowstone for every um um um, brain fart here for every daughter daughter.
0: yes Um, we've been it's been a while yeah no but coming back yeah yeah for every
3: beth dutton there's there's 10 you know Jennies, right why? Why do they have to write it like that? It's supposed to be the most progressive place in the world. Why do they got to make every woman like the That's worst true. person you've ever dated? That's true. Still one
0: of the great lines in cinema, television, whatever. When he looked at her and said, "What in the hell is intermittent fasting?" And she said, "I drink coffee and smoke cigarettes till noon. I eat what the fuck I want till six. When I start drinking." <laughs> I don't know. I just I thought game one was. Today. oh, it mm-hmm. is It tough. would be today. Yeah. Let me give you your – well, you're going to be gone. Here's my bet tonight. I think Boston's going to win the series, but I went alternative line tonight, and I took – I. it was, what, four and a half?
3: I saw three and a half. And three, I three went and
0: half, yeah. I went ten and a half on an alternative line, Ooh. Golden State, tonight, because I think they're going to blow them out. I just – listen, I think it all depends on Dave Cowens.
2: If Dave Cowens is healthy, Cowens what were your and, odds? And if JoJo White can get the ball to Havlicek. Uh, it was uh, plus
0: 650, I Ooh. think. Oh Neil Schoen, a, a founding lot of blowouts, member of though, Journey on the television year. right now. Oh, wow. Who, he, uh, as he, you
2: may or may not know, played at Woodstock with Santana. And He's NBA no fans today
1: love Journey.
2: And he was young, right, Todd? Like 69, he yeah. yeah.
0: He was really young. Well, I mean, there
2: was a whole San Francisco scene. he was like a prodigy. Scene, but there was a whole scene. Uh, Greg Rowley, the What's keyboard player. What's Neil. Neil Schoen. Neil Schoen, yeah. But there was a whole San Francisco scene that had the dead, that had Janice. Joplin, because you don't like when I just use first names. Pronouns, but uh, Santana was Jerry, part of the Quicksilver Messenger Grace. Service. <laughs> See, I get this. I get this ugliness. I don't know why I do this podcast. You,
3: you, you bring most of it directly on yourself. No, I don't. Wavy, yeah,
2: wavy <laughs> gravy. Yes. <laughs> but I shouldn't know any of those people, do you?
1: No, I don't really. No, know we too. just know. Although what is, you have been,
2: been in the Beat Lab, when, unfortunately, when, when I've maybe had things turned up just a
1: little too loud. Yeah. That's the one you hear you're pulling down by the park. So
0: for people wondering what the hell we're talking about, we just turned on the beginning of the NBA Finals. Oh, there's a guy I don't like. Yeah. Um, Clay Thompson was the person. That's he, who he has, precipitated. Another one we talked about, yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure why. Uh, Neil Shones playing the national anthem on a guitar. and it It's a Jimi Hendrix slower Jimi Hendrix version. Yeah. And like cool. I said,
2: he's legit. He could do it
0: because he was there that day. Yeah. That's awesome. So, anyway, I, I've got I've got an alternative line tonight trying to cash in a little bit on, on Golden State blowing Boston out. But I've got Boston to win the series. So, we'll see. All right. Um, we've talked about Jenny from Forrest Gump. What, what else? We talked about everything tonight. Todd, uh, David Ragland, Ziggy Siegfried, Maverick and Goose, Richard Bland, and Sergio Garcia. We've done it all tonight.
2: We have. Uh, probably this should be our last podcast because there's no way. This was the Everest. This was a good this one. This was as fall high. This is, we couldn't be
0: more like Sir Edmund Hillary.
2: This was climbing the, Everest like was, we did tonight.
0: This was the ultimate uh, walk up on guys in a sports bar. And here's what you'll hear because we were all over the yeah, map you tonight. You were wrong there. And real quick, I will give you the kind of the what's going on here. This is the second. It's going to gonna upload on the third. Maybe a couple week more of shows. And then the last week of June, we're going to have the Bandon sessions when uh, uh, Dub Dub, Moop, Slammer, and myself are going to do uh, podcasts on our daily from Bandin Dunes. And then we are going to take July and partial part of August off for our summer vacation. And then we will be back ready to go for football straight into basketball. And uh, we'll be ready to go. Anybody
2: want to put out the, uh, the uh, sectional predictions for next year?
3: Basketball,
2: what? do it right here, right now, today. Three A, one A. Let's
0: have it. I think North Davis wins three A. Whatever. What I, I'm, I'm so used to sixty three. What is that? Sixty three. What is, is thirty one? I know I what. What is thirty one? I think. Yeah.
3: I think it's thirty one.
0: Thirty one. Oh, so I'm going to take North Davis in thirty one. I'm going to take Logodie in sixty three. Wow. How about in two A? Anybody want Nobody see? cares. I don't even know who's in 2 A. South Knox. I'm not Eagles? making any
3: predictions until I know what's what happens during the spring and summer, and maybe a little. Vi- maybe our Vikings are. Working, it maybe, still it maybe is our still vi- recruiting it is. season. Maybe our Vikings are working on something, Todd. <laughs> it's recruiting Have you thought about that? <laughs> it's the open recruiting. I knew, I knew you were going there, so I was just going to cut you off. You cut me off. at the pass. As you,
0: had of me, re- you had me, had me, had me at hello. Based on right now, I'm going Ryan Haywood, Peyton Bledsoe, and the Lagudi Lions.
3: I love you, Todd Lancaster. Said-
2: All right, is that it? That, I, guess, it. Well, I guess that's it. I got to I mean, go to the bathroom I'll, I'll really this, bad. I'll hit this
0: music. All right, should I say for Todd Lancaster and Mike DeCorsi, Or do you guys want to say something? I'll say for. I was gonna do my own. Okay, do it. Go ahead, Todd. For the B Three Podcast, Namaste.
3: We know what happened to him at the end of Better Call Saul.
0: (laughs) Hey, don't forget, this show and every B3 podcast brought to you by Travis Brett in Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, 295-3129. All your insurance needs are taken care of by Travis Brett, one agent for Mike DeCoursey. Listen to him this weekend on the broadcast for the Vari Baseball Games. Good luck to Sydney and Dylan in tennis, Ellie and Abby in track. And the Bar Eve golfers, go get them over at Cypress Hills. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. The B3 Podcast. Where
3: Tommy Lenzels is Max, thanks for joining us, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. We're out.
0: The B3 Podcast is a production of Impulse Radio and is executive produced by Todd Lancaster, Mike and and Brian Emmons. We'd appreciate it if you'd give us a four star rating and hit the subscribe button to let Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance know that you appreciate his sponsorship.